1: in the morning Whoa. on the Red Apple Podcast Network. not
0: you Every Saturday night on WABC, Don't you want the number one to show and, uh, Cousin Brucey, and with us today is uh, Cousin Bruce uh, Morrow. Uh, cousin, what are you doing for Thanksgiving?
1: Cousin Brucey. I'll
2: tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to be listening to you guys. I'm going to be getting ready to see my grandchildren, which tonight they came in from Los Angeles. Wow, and, that's uh, great. No, and this year, guys, no cooking. Jody and I, Jody and I have always been host to like 20 people, and... Uh, Uh, We woke up this time. I don't know, and I said, "You know, that's it. I've had enough. I've had enough. No cooking. Just going to be good looking and have a good time." (laughs) We're going to go out. I I know what you mean.
0: Like today, me and Margot just having the family, our kids, and uh, uh, and a few other people, and. uh, we're waiting for a beautiful day, and we used to go to the Bahamas, and we used to have the big suite in the uh, at the uh, at the, uh, the Atlas or yeah, Atlantis. Atlantis, yeah, Atlantis, okay. and we used to have thirty forty people. Wow, uh, for for Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, it's a job. It becomes a job. <laughs> oh,
2: it is, it is, it is. Yeah, and the you know, the worst part's not even the cooking. Certainly, the eating is delightful. It's the cleaning up. I got tired of of staying up till three four in the morning. And if you have 10 guests or you have 100 guests, doesn't matter. You're still up to 3, 4 in the morning cleaning up. I said, no, not this year. This year I'm going to watch the balloons, listen to, listen to radio, have a good time, and get ready for my show on Saturday. And, said,
0: and, 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 and the big question that me and Dominic are putting out today is, are you white meat or dark meat on the turkey?
2: Oh, I'm absolutely dark. I'm a dark meat guy. Oh. I will accept I'll accept some white, Brucey, you know, if, oh. you know, I'm in a good mood. I'm <laughs> I, a, I a love
0: the drum steak
2: of you. <laughs> yeah, I tell you,
0: the dark meat tastes better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but the next day, listen to this: the next day, I accept dark meat, white meat. I love this. I, whatever it is, long as there's stuffing and cranberry sauce, I will eat it. The second day, I, I, I do not. I do not. By look the, I by love the it. third
0: day, you say, no more turkey by the third day. No <laughs> more. I don't want to see any more.
2: That's right. Out, get the turkeys out, including some of the relatives. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Cousin Brucey, what should Thanksgiving mean uh, to everyone that can hear your voice right now? What should it mean, and what
2: does it mean to you? Well, what Thanksgiving means to me, th- Thanksgiving to me is every day that I, I put my feet on the floor. I get up to do what I want to do. I go on the air talking to all of our our listeners on Amen. WADC, Amen. You know, It really is. So Thanksgiving to me is not the one day, the 24th, right? I mean, it is a special day. But I, I give thanks almost every day that I, I look outside and I see the blue skies even the rain once in a while, some snow once in a while. But I say, you know, gosh, I, I'm just so happy to be alive, and I'm so thrilled to live in this country where I'm in love with what I do. You know, John, I, I get up every single morning, and I just say, you know, thank God I, I live here in this country, and I'm I'm so happy. I, I love what I do. I love what I talk to. And I'll meet people in the supermarket, or I'll meet people at the post office or something. And I'll say, hey, I love that song you played last night. It is such a lovely family that we have developed and I've developed over these years. So I give thanks. That's my thanks. Well, and I, I want, love the you.
0: fact people love you. And Saturday night I listen in and I relax. And I love when people calling you from California, from Oregon, from Kansas. I mean, all over the country.
2: They it's know amazing. Cousin Brucey. It's, it's wonderful. Well, very lucky. First of all, Well, WABC signal, even in the old days. We'll talk about the great days, the days when we developed WABC and radio, contemporary radio. The signal was so great by the evening, with the ionosphere going up and bouncing. I was reaching, um, I was reaching as you know, 40 states. Today, today with the technology, today, I mean, you can open up a toaster or a refrigerator. Cousin Brucey's in there. Yep,
0: yep. Uh, Right (laughs) now, with with our streaming. At night when you're on after 9 o'clock, or after 6 o'clock and it's dark, uh, we're from uh, uh, Florida all the way up to Canada, up to the uh, northern part of uh, of Europe. Uh, but with the streaming that we're using, WABCradio.com or 77WABC on your iPhones, um, it's worldwide. And it is, it's As Larry Kudlow would say, and, and the solar system, too.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. at this listening out there. I love when I get on Saturday night. Somebody will get on the on the uh, air with me, and they'll say, "Hello, how's busy calling you from the UK." You know, and I say, "Wow, that is amazing." So they call regularly. There's regular listeners all over the world, and they they all there for one thing: this the connection and the connection with, that I do. That uh, you guys have given me the platform and the stage is this music. And thank goodness that we have one, at least one good thing besides dark meat on the turkey that we all love. You're absolutely <laughs> the music. <right>. The music.
1: <laughs> so, but before we let you go, and it is Thanksgiving, and and it, it, being cousin Brucey, a legendary uh, person, what what I'm just curious, what's been the best experience? And I and and it's a difficult question because you've had so many through the years. What's been the one point that stands out to you that is the most important?
2: Probably, I, right away, as soon as you said that, I mean, I, so I have to go with what I just thought. It would be introducing the Beatles at Shea Stadium that, that, that historic afternoon with uh, the four lads from Liverpool. And uh, I had Ed Sullivan with me, and we're walking up the steps to introduce them at Shea Stadium. And he turns around and says to me, Cousin Brucey," this is Ed Sullivan, is this going to be dangerous? And I knew I had him. I, I felt like, you ever feel like you wanted to sort of get a nookie into somebody? And I said, yes, Ed, it's going to be dangerous. And he said to me, "Brucey," with his eyes bulging, what do we do? And I said to him, Ed, pray. And he said to me, pray. And he continued walking up the stairs. And then that day, when we introduced the Beatles at Chase Stadium, it was the most amazing thing I've ever had in my life. I still can feel the pressure in my body of that audience. And, by the way, the audience was great. They were there for one reason, as I told John Lennon, that they are just for one reason, to be with you. And so everybody reasonably behaved. That's probably the one day of my life that I'll never forget. And uh, still, it still lives with me very wow. actively.
1: Wow. And how old were the Beatles members at that time?
2: Maybe twelve. <laughs> I don't know. I, well, they were—they were—they were very—they were, they were, very, were very young. We're talking about wow, about sixty-four, sixty-five. Very, very young. And, you know, and, were, and
1: did you see then that they had the talent to go all the way the way that they did?
2: Oh yeah, but I wish I was as smart as I thought I'd be. I, uh, you know, they didn't know either. They didn't know either because John Lennon and Paul McCartney. We were in the dugout waiting to go on the stage and. You felt the pressure of the audience. I mean, Con Ed could have turned their turbines off, guys, right? There was so much energy from that uh, Shea Stadium. The turbines could have uh, gone off, and we would have had electricity in New York City. And I said to John, I said, John, don't worry. Don't worry. They're here for one thing, love. They're here, love, and they're here to be with you guys. Meanwhile, I was so scared, I I really didn't know what was going to happen. I put my my hand behind my back, I crossed my fingers—an an, an old thing, an old thing of doing—and as if saying, "I'm lying," you know. But I wish myself good luck because we didn't know what was going to happen. It could have—it could have been a, uh, a tidal wave of humanity because there was so much energy there. But it was a wonderful day I, after the uh, during the concert, which, by the way, very few people even heard. But nobody really came to hear the music, unfortunately. They came just to be and share space. I uh, patrolled the infield with NYPD. God bless them. They were great that day. They were really into this. They're wonderful people. And uh, we patrolled. And the kids were just, just great. Just They were just there for one thing, to share love and to be with their heroes. And that's the day, guys, to answer your question, probably the most important day of my life. In this business,
0: anyhow. Well, that's beautiful, and cousin Brucey, we're looking for. You don't forget. You have to fulfill your thirty-year contract. And uh, <laughs> God, God yeah. bless do you. Believe,
2: do you believe this man wants to give me a thirty-year contract? I said, John, that's very nice of you, but I think uh, I think you better reassess those numbers.
0: <laughs> God bless you, and have a beautiful day, and uh, give my best to Jody.